I keep getting these phone calls. I don't recognize the number, but I've answered it a couple times anyways. And on the other end of the line is a very nice voice with some very good news. And it always starts out like this. She just says, hi. And she's so friendly, I can't help myself. I have to say hi right back. And they've tricked me because then the recording begins. Mr. Hickson, thank you for being such a loyal customer. To reward you, we're going to offer you an all-expenses-paid, four-day, three-night stay at one of our world-famous resorts in Florida. Have you gotten calls like this? Isn't there a part of you that is like, yes, finally? It usually continues. If you'd like to book your trip today, please press 1. And there's part of me that really wants to press 1. Because on the other end of that line, there might be a free vacation. And I know, I know, they're all scams. But maybe this one is real. Maybe I fell through the cracks. Maybe today is my lucky day. I finally caught my break. I never press 1. Why don't I press 1? Because I know there's a catch. I know there's something else I'm going to have to do. Sure, there might be a free vacation, but I have to buy something first. There's some hoop I'm going to have to jump through. No one's just giving away free vacations. And maybe I'm cynical, or maybe I've just figured out that that's the way the world works. There's no such thing as a free lunch, right? There's always some catch. Every invitation we get, there's some strings attached. Maybe you've had this one. Somebody says uh, to come over to their house for dinner. There's a bunch of us hanging out. Come on over. Hang out with us. And you can't really think of any good reason to say no. So you're like, oh, okay. And then they hit you with, great. Would you mind bringing a side dish that we could all share? And you're like, I didn't want to come anyways. Now I have to make a casserole. <laughs> there's strings attached. Today I want to show you an invitation with no strings attached. There's no, there's no catch. It's a free invite. It's a free invitation to come and, and just check things out. There's no timeshare sales presentation you have to sit through. It is just a free invitation. If you've got a Bible with you, get it out. Go to the book of John chapter 1. John is in the New Testament. We're in this series called Follow Me, and we're going through the uh, gospel according to John. Gospel just means the good news, good news of Jesus Christ according to John. And so far, John has been telling us who Jesus is. So Jesus, he says, is the Son of God. Jesus is in the flesh, the love and character, the heart and the mind of God himself. He says Jesus is the Lamb of God. And John has a front row seat, amazing front row seat to all of this. Today we're going to see an invitation. It's an invitation that John got. You and I get the same invitation. It's a free invitation. There's no upfront cost, no upfront commitment. There is no sales pitch. It's merely a conversation. It's it's just an invitation that Jesus offers to 
a couple guys that he knows. I want to show you that invitation that Jesus offers. John chapter 1, verse 35 is where we are. Listen to what it says. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. Remember that it's kind of confusing, so we put together a graphic to help us. There's multiple guys named John, right? There's John the Baptist. There's John who's writing this book, John the Evangelist. This guy is John the Baptist. The next day, John, John the Baptist, was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. This is now the second time that he has called him the Lamb of God. What stands out to me about a lamb is that a lamb is gentle. A, a lamb is not intimidating. You wouldn't run scared from a lamb. What stands out to these Jewish boys that he is talking to is a lamb is a sign of God's love. It is God's protection. A lamb is what is sacrificed for the sins of God's people. And so what John is doing is John is saying that guy is special. There's something unique about that guy. Verse 37, when the, his two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Let, let me just say quickly, it might seem like this Jesus guy shows up and these guys just up and leave everything and they just, they just spur the moment. The likelihood is that they knew Jesus. They at least knew who he was. This isn't a big city. This isn't an urban area. This is a small town. If you ever lived in a small town, you know how this works. Everybody knows everybody. They've no doubt met this Jesus. Verse 38, turning around, Jesus saw them following him and asked, what do you want? Underline that in your Bible. We're going to come back to that. They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. Underline that as well. We're coming back there. So they went and they saw where he was staying. And they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and he said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. We'll stop there for a minute. First, I got to deal, I'm sorry, I got to deal with something. I don't know if you caught it, but John just introduced us to yet another guy named John. There are just Johns everywhere. We're still in the first chapter of John. We're up to three Johns. So I added him to our graphic. We've got John the Baptist. We've got John the Evangelist. And now we've got John Peter's dad. You can call him John the Fisherman, John the Truck Driver. I don't care. He's another John. We've got Johns everywhere. We're all Johned out, okay? More importantly, more importantly, we have an invitation from Jesus. In fact, we have a 
couple of invitations. I had you underline them. The first invitation, these two, these two young men start following him. He turns around and he says, what do you want? What do you want? He's not, he's not being snarky about this. It's not when your kids are bugging you, mom, 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 mom. And you go, shh, I'm on the phone. Mom, 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 mom. Just a minute. Mom, mom. And you finally lose it. And you go, what do you want? It's not that kind of what do you want. It's genuinely, what do you, what do you want? Why are you following me? Another way of saying it is, what are you seeking? What are you, what are you wanting to get out of or hoping to get out of following me? Have you ever... Have you ever stopped and thought about that? Why am I following Jesus? Or or why would I consider following Jesus? There's no right or wrong answer necessarily. You don't have to have it all worked out right now. It's just an invitation. But Jesus is trying to get into our heart and show us what's in there. God already knows what's in our heart. Jesus is trying to get us to uncover that and us to think about why Would I want to follow Jesus? Why am I following Jesus? Is it it because my mom and dad told me I should? Is it because he has something to offer me? Is it because I want my, my ticket punched so I can get into heaven? Is it because my sin makes me feel bad, but Jesus makes me feel better? Is it because I'm scared of going to hell? Is it because I'm genuinely seeking? Like I sincerely want to know more about this Jesus guy. Why am I following Jesus? It's possible sitting here right now, you you, you can't answer that question. That's okay. It's an invitation. Jesus is just asking us to think about this. If you're going to follow me, why? Why do you want to follow me? What do we want in following Jesus? I asked you to underline something else. They asked Jesus, where is he, where he's staying? We get another invitation. He simply says, come and see. Now they have to trust him a little bit more because they're going to go to this home where he's staying. So they've got to go trust him a little bit more than they have so far. But again, it's just an invitation. Just come and see. Come and check things out. You're not signing up for anything for the rest of your life. Just, it's just come and see. That's all he's saying to them. I don't know if you've ever done something where you're really unsure of the outcome, but you go ahead and take the risk anyways. The way this works, you don't usually just run and cannonball into the deep end of the pool. You usually kind of put your, put your toe in the water. You kind of feel things out, right? We, we recently, my family, we moved across the country. That was a big move for us. But we didn't just jump in. We didn't the, start packing stuff up the first time we talked about the opportunity. We went little step, little step, little step, little step, come and see, come and see, come and see. Until those steps led to us being here. I would be the teaching pastor of faith. It's these little steps. Hey, speaking of that, how many of you 
put this to the side for a second. How many of you have thought to yourself, what the heck is a teaching pastor anyway? <laughs> That's a good question. And, and you guys have been so awesome in welcoming our family, making us immediately feel like we were part of the Faith Church family. But I know, I know some of y'all have been like, what does this guy do here? Let me answer that. Let me give you a quick glimpse into that because this is a new role at, here at Faith. And so here's the deal. I love preaching and teaching God's Word. Nothing else I would rather do. And so part of my job is going to be to come alongside and, and pastor, or partner with Pastor Joe in some of those responsibilities. Now listen, hear me, Pastor Joe is still your guy, okay? <laughs> He's my guy too. But part of my job is going to be to partner with him in some of the preaching. So you'll see me on some Sunday mornings. You'll also see me in a lot of other areas where I'll be teaching. See, what we want to do is we want to create a lot of opportunities here at Faith Church where if you want to, you can take a step deeper. You can go deeper in your walk with Christ. And so my job, the reason we moved across the country, the reason we did the, the come and see and, and, and came here, is so that I could help create opportunities where we could all take a step closer to Christ. And so my hope is that as we establish more of those, you'll do that. Come back to the invitation with me. It's so simple. Again, no sales pitch attached to this. No upfront commitment. At this point, following Jesus simply means come and see. And there's something about this Jesus. It's, it's magnetic. When you see him, there's joy. And there's peace, and there's patience, kindness, goodness, humility is flowing out from him. And it's irresistible. So these guys, they follow him. Keep reading with me for a minute. And Jesus is going to extend one more invitation. Verse 43, the next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Underline that. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip went and found Nathanael and told him, we've found the one that Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote. It's Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And so now we have sort of this full invitation of Christ. It started with, what do you want? If you want to follow me, great, but think about, let's consider, why are you following me? Let's get to the heart of that. Then was the soft invite, just come and see, just come check things out. This next step is a little bit different. It's a little more involved. It, it gets a little bit bigger, but again, it's just an invite. There's no stipulation to it. There is no sales pitch. I had you underline it. It simply says, Jesus simply says, follow me. There's no qualifier to that. Two words, follow me. 
And this is the invitation of Christ. Follow me. It just means come with me. And some of us know that when we follow Christ, over the course of our lives, we'll see this as we continue to go through this series in the book of John, but the cost goes up. The ask gets bigger. Like any relationship, the depth grows. In chapter 8, he says, if you're going to follow me, you're going to keep my words. In chapter 13, he says, if you're going to follow me, you're going to love one another. In chapter 15, he says, if you're going to follow me, you're going to bear fruit. Dietrich Bonhoeffer famously said, when Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die. And I would respond to all of that, and I would say, yeah, eventually, but not today. Today, he just says, come and follow me. And I I, I gave you three things to underline that Jesus said, what do you want? Come and see, follow me. These are the invitations of Jesus. This is the invitation to become a disciple. And a disciple is not a big, scary church word. A disciple simply means someone who follows. It's just someone who follows. And by the way, so we all know, some people are going to follow close, very close. Some others of us might stay back a little bit. We're still exploring We're still asking questions. We're still getting to know this Jesus guy. Guess what? Both are disciples because both are following. And to be a disciple simply means to follow. What happens over time as you take this invitation to follow Jesus, what happens is you might get a little closer and you get to know him a little bit more. And your faith and your trust in him It starts to grow. You come and see, and you find out that what you see is good. And you follow Jesus some more. And you follow him some more. And you don't know where he's going to take you, but that's okay because it was just an invitation. And somehow you seem to end up exactly where you're supposed to be, which wasn't where you thought you would be, but it's just right. And there's no magic pill to following Jesus. You just follow Jesus. And every day you wake up and you say, I'm going to follow Jesus. This is the invitation of Christ. It's what it means to become his disciple, to start following him. And we are just skimming the surface this week. We're going to continue to dive in in the weeks ahead to what it means, what it looks like to follow him. But today, it's just an invitation And the invitation is this, that wherever you are in your spiritual journey, if you're here, if you're here, if you're here, if you're here, wherever you are in your spiritual journey, Christ's invitation is this, come a little bit closer. It's just come a little bit closer. And it's not a demand, it's an invitation. And so what this means for you, if you're listening today and you're like, hey, I'm just exploring this Jesus thing. I got a lot of questions. 
I'm just checking it out. What this invitation means for you is that you keep coming and you keep asking questions. And Faith Church is a place, it's a safe place where you can ask questions and you won't be judged and you won't be looked down on. We just want to help you know more about Jesus and get to know him and come a little bit closer to him. For some of us, though, if we're just real for a moment, we've, we've stepped across that line of faith. We've received through Jesus the forgiveness of our sins. I wonder, is it time that you moved a little bit closer to him? Is it time that we lean in a little bit more than we have been. Maybe it's time that we gave up the anxiety that we have. Maybe it's time that we surrender that worry that we have over our future and our finances and our careers and our, our family, our relationships, our health. Maybe it's time that we stopped losing sleep over decisions that our kids might make. Like, is it time today to say, Jesus, those things belong to you. I'm going to lean into you a little bit more. Maybe right now, today, right in this room, in this moment is the day where you say, Jesus, I want to come a little bit closer. See, I love that it's an invitation. There's no high-pressure sales. You don't have to bring a side dish to this party, Okay. It's an invitation. It's just follow me. It's just come a little bit closer. What will you do with that invitation? No matter where you are on your faith journey, what will you do with that invitation? Would you lean in? Would you come a just a little bit closer to Jesus today? Our Father and our God, we thank you for today. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your son, Jesus. There you stand with open arms saying, follow me. Thank you that you're gentle with us. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for inviting us with all of our doubts and our fears Thank you that we can come to you some days. It is inch by inch. But God, today, help us move a little closer. God, for someone here today who's, who's trying to figure you out, help them right now. Help them say, I don't know where this Jesus might lead me, but I've been trying to do things on my own. I'm not doing that anymore. I want to follow Jesus. If that's you here today, don't leave without talking to one of us. We want to help you. God, some of us here today, if we're honest, Lord, we've been in the same place for a long time, maybe even have gotten a little stagnant in our faith. We're scared to lean in. We're scared to take that next step. Give us courage. 
Help us to lean in with everything, with our, our future, our finances, our relationships. God, all those things that we're trying to hold on to, right now we're giving them over to you. We're surrendering them to you. We're leaning with all of our, with all of our baggage and our doubts and everything, God. We're leaning into you, Jesus. God, I thank you for each person here. Keep, keep doing a mighty work in this church. Keep doing a mighty work in each of our lives. Lord, thanks for loving us. We love you. In Christ's name, amen.